Welcome to this week's This Club Is My Club. I'm your host Cockers and this week we'll be bringing you reaction to Saturday's FA Cup tie for FC United as the Reds hosted Kers and Ashton in the second qualifying round. But before that, it's now time for this week's club news. And we start with some squad news. As ahead of the midweek game with Matlock Town on Tuesday, Neil Reynolds bolstered his injury hit squad with a number of new loanee signings. And to find out more, Ben caught up with Neil before Tuesday's game. Matlock Town visiting Broadhurst Park this evening for FC United and uh, speaking of FC United it's the manager it's Neil Reynolds hello Neil how are you? Hey Ben all good uh, I must say you know the old theory uh, a good manager is only as good as the secretary and our secretary has been incredible this week I've never known a woman work as hard as Viv Ware has this week so before we do anything big 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 thank you I don't think she slept and uh, it's been a stressful time especially with this new system uh, which deserves all the superlatives that, that she uh, receives So what we're talking about here last week against Hyde United we were saying how injury stricken we were obviously we, we played Hyde United I, I don't think it was that bad a performance to be honest I think we were very unlucky at times especially with the penalty shout in the second half but we did get beat and it was clear we needed to bolster things. Yeah. It's like June all over again, isn't yeah. it? I mean, how many, seven signings this week? Yeah, we met with the physio team, you know, and, and we said, listen, cards on the table, how long are we looking at? You know, because I can't just keep waiting now and waiting and waiting. And, and some of them are, you know, long term. So we kind of, I spoke to the squad and, and I knew we needed reinforcements. You do what we do. You go into kind of the transfer market. You try and speak to people, but money, you know, is, is money and we can't get to some of the figures that people have asked so you know the next best thing is, is a loan market and you know the relationship we've built with Doncaster Rovers been incredible you know they've invited myself and Tom Conroy down this Thursday to watch first team train and they've given us two players this week with uh, Tavonga uh, and Jack Dabucci uh, we've obviously got a really powerful relationship with Fleetwood and they've given us uh, Will Russ you know centre forward uh, we've got a good relationship with Wigan you know, so, uh, you know, I rang up the management team, the first team management team, and, and we got Joe Well Grant. We already had seven days in on Dante Gabadon, so that happened. Mawaya came in last week. So, you know, it's been a busy period of time, but what I can't do now is is look back and think, you know, I, I say to lads now, when you're back fit, go and try and get your shirt back, because there's no givens now. We've left three or four lads out of the squad tonight, uh, so we can't be made on injuries, but just to welcome in five new additions tonight, we've had to do that. Uh, and then hopefully, you know, your Bulletins, your Vincents, your Donahue's, your Murrays, they'll all return to fitness in, in the not-too-distant future, but, you know, we're, we're going for it. You know, we can't, we, for me, the results can't get any worse. You know, although we may have done okay and we played well in patches, it's a, it's a results-driven business. And you know, as the manager says, you, you go and have another roll of the die. But you know, we've got really good relationships with. Well, I've got really good relationships with these teams, and and they trust us. And you know, they'll have to look at what we've done with Fleetwood, with Kean Hayes, and Drew Bakers, and so on. So, you know, the the future is the future's good, but throwing them in tonight and they don't know each other's names we'll, we'll see what happens there I know this is a totally different interview to the one last week I mean I said is it a free hit we're, we're, we're taking on Hyde with one arm tied behind our back but it's different tonight because you've got too many players in a way and, yeah. and, and you've got to integrate them all I mean how, how tricky is that it's, it's really tricky you know Joel this is Will Will this is uh, Dante <laughs> Dante this is you know Jack Jack this is and, and it is and they're all in there getting to know each other but there's nothing else we could have done. We, we would have struggled to feel the side tonight, you know, without these club support, without the work of Vivware. You know, I'm not saying feel the side, we've got into an academy, but we want to be stronger. You know, these aren't 17, 18 year olds, these are 18, 19, 20 year olds who've been in around it. Don't have to look at Tavanga, he's around the first team, and you've seen the reaction that Doncaster Rovers put out about that. It's good for us. He's not available tonight, he'll be available from Monday. But, you know, it's, it's exciting, and, and, and all we can do is take to the field tonight against a a new look Matlock side, I'm mm-hmm. sure, under Craig Elliott. Uh, and hopefully the, the new manager bounce doesn't, doesn't kick us and, and we can get some points. Out to the right-hand side, Gabidon waits. Gabidon now puts it on his left foot. Gabidon twisting and turning, teasing. Flicks it over. Nice, nice cross that from Gabidon. Well, uh, ball flicks out to the right-hand side, finds its way to uh, Linney. Linney towards the byline. And oh, it's surely a penalty. Yes. It's it is given. indeed. That's a clumsy challenge. It really going to ground there late. Now, can Ennis uh, put this away? James Pollard stands in his way. We played about nine minutes here. Can FC draw first blood from the penalty spot? Yes, they can. Ennis with a perfect penalty. High to the keeper's left. And Pollard had gone to the right anyway. And FC United into the lead here, inside 10 minutes. Clive Smith. 
Linney trying to get a tackle in, but uh, Reese Kendall deals with it. Now it's out to Alex Wiles. Nice ball forward there, and uh, and out towards the byline. Now it's Murphy. Has he got support in the middle? Murphy tries to get in the near post. Point blank shot again. It's gone in. And Alex Wiles is the man who finishes it. Well, Palinka's had a slip there as Murphy took it down the left flank. Shot at um, Lavaku. It got in the way, but it bounced out. And the man who uh, got to it first was Alex Wiles, and FC defence not sharp enough to get in the way. And uh, FC United, having taken the lead, now find themselves all square. Linney down the left flank. Left-footed cross in. Taken nicely. On the turn. Oh, a great save by Pollard. Jordan Barnett flicks it forward nicely there. Alex Wiles, the goal scorer, into the boxer. Onto his right foot. Shoots near post. Right. Falls now for Barnett. Barnett cross coming in and Lavacom collects. Nicely chested down and uh, Linney trying to get on the end of it. Flicks it out left hand side. Guy Hall versus Mantak. Guy Hall wins the race. Can he get across it? And it comes Rush with a header but he can't quite direct it. And uh, in the end uh, Jordan Barnett's clearance is charged down by Griffiths. Throw in to be taken by Alex Byrne. Now Mantak to Byrne. Griffiths uh, breaking things up and then losing possession. Alex Byrne trying to flick it through. Griffiths recovers well. Plays it down the byline. Now Will Ross. And uh, decisive. Uh, oh, well, uh, dummy there from uh, Ennis. Bit of an unwise one, but FC get away with it. Now Linney, first time ball. Rodwell Grant now on the break. Gabidon wants it. Gabidon has it now inside the box. Gabidon plays it out to Clive Smith. Clive Smith, Gabidon now. Gabidon, Clive Smith, can he get the cross in? Low cross in. Well, um, Rodwell Grant there tried to do a clever flick, but he's never going to get any power on that. But some nice work down the right-hand side from FC, and FC showing in flashes some intent and some potential. Can FC regain the lead? Ennis chips it forward, edge of the box, but uh, no challenge on the keeper. And he kicks it out very decisively. And now Murphy in a race with Jones, and Jones has got to get there. Murphy gets there first, right-footed shot. Great stop with a leg from Lavacombe. Danger not clear yet. Griffiths now nods it back. Ennis now to hoof it away. Four minutes to be added. And we move into the first of those now as Jordan Barnett ready to take a free kick from... 40 yards or so out. Plenty of bodies up. Well met there. Degrushi. Rodwell Grant to pursue, but uh, Pollard will collect. Hoofs it downfield. Met by uh, Evans. And now FC have it centre field. Ross. Ross now. Nice ball forward, Rodwell Grant. And foul right on the edge of the box. And that was Evans there with a hefty challenge. And we played a minute of the added four. So, free kick to be taken. Gribbin with the free kick. Two minutes of the added time left. Finally. Floats it! Oh! Callum Gribbin with an absolute peach! Top corner. Well, what a terrific strike. And we've talked about we've talked about his potential, but he's actually delivered tonight in his short time as a sub. And Renault is absolutely delighted on the bench. What a time to come up with a free kick like that. What a perfect free kick. Matlock have a free kick in a well it's a lot further out, but the keeper's up. Well Pollard stayed on the halfway line. In comes the free kick. Oh, it's an unconvincing the ball. It's floating and Lavacombe grabs it. <laughs> Neil Reynolds punches the air. It was a very, very dangerous free kick. Lavacombe missed. I think he tipped, maybe tipped it onto the bar, and then uh, floated about and, uh, or maybe it was a, a Matlock head that put it onto the bar. 
but all's well that ends well it seems we've played nearly a minute over the added four that could be the last chance Lavacombe there deep into Matlock territory it's nodded back to all or to FC territory Andy Halls nods it on and there's full time and Neil Reynolds jumps for joy well congratulations to him he took a punt with these new signings four of them who are available all figuring tonight three from the start and put on Callum Gribbin who produced a quite superb winner with a free kick in added time a perfect free kick and isn't it ironic that Matlock scored twice in the 90th minute last season against us and this season it's our turn last few weeks we've not had the luck today we got it yeah we did you know last kick of the game when he bounces off the bar as well and turns around to Lavacombe's hands no, delight for everyone. You know, delight for all the staff, all the players, all the fans. You know, everyone needs, you know, we've needed that win, we've needed that boost, but, you know, we haven't lost faith. You know, yes, we were despondent after Hyde and, you know, there's been games that we've been really fed up and it's been tough, but we've kept to our plan. You know, we've, we've come in, we've worked hard, we haven't changed our system, you know, we haven't changed our principles uh, and, you know, just really happy. But, you know, special mention to, to everyone across the line today, you know, the new low knees, you know, Dante Gavin on new signage, Charlie Ellis, you know, coming back from injury. I just think, the, the, you know, to a man, you know, we knew we had to dig in, we knew we were up against it. You know, Craig signing Matlock, Craig Elliott will do that well, uh, I'm sure. And we just got a little bit of luck and, you know, when Gribbs wins it at the end, uh, yeah, that he was euphoric and, you know, just, just really happy. Yeah, I mean, especially for Matlock as well, new manager, the players are up for it to impress, weren't they? It's always a way for this game. Yeah, I mean, listen to them in the warm-up, you know, I've never heard 16 lads go at it, you know, they were really noisy and I said to the lads, and, and that new bounce was there. You know, we went 1-0 up and maybe squashed it a bit, had a little mistake, well, it wasn't even a mistake, I'm just slips, it's just one of them things, and it was gutted. Uh, and then we come back second half, and I thought we came strong, and then the fans turned up the, the noise for about 20 minutes to go, and I just thought, is it? Is it? And there was a couple of things happened, and we were defending their corners, and then we got the free kick, and you know, Grib steps up, and I just watched everyone's face, and the arms went up in the air, the pints went up in the air, and and we got the three points, and you know, that's what it means, you know, that's why I celebrated, you know, with the fans and, and the management staff and the players at the end. It means a lot. No one enjoys losing games of football, and you know, I'm a winner, I'm a passionate guy. You know, I'll keep to my principles, uh, keep to the game plan. I just want to say thanks to you know everyone who gave me messages of support. You know, it's been tough the last few weeks. It certainly has, but you know, some of my closer friends have, have phoned me, uh, especially Simon Wiles and you know Steve Kitchwick coming in today. They've just said, keep it going, keep your belief, doing what you're doing, and it'll turn. And you know, you need them people around. So you know, enjoy tonight. Uh, we'll, we'll wish Matt Luck all the best for the season. We'll get in training Thursday and then we'll get ready uh, for Curzon on Saturday. Neil Reynolds there speaking after that win over Matlock Town on Tuesday night. In other news and the draw for the group stages of this season's Phoenix Trophy have taken place and FC United have been drawn in Group A while they'll take on Belgium club KSK Bavaren and Spanish team Puenca Mestalistas and we'll have more news on the dates of the fixtures in Group A in the coming weeks. Elsewhere, and the women's team progressed in the Manchester Challenge Cup on Sunday afternoon with a comprehensive victory over Salford United. Cross comes in, it's uh, out to Mav on the right side of the box, cross towards the back post, and there was Rigby, who couldn't miss, and FC United on 20 minutes open the scoring here. It's a free kick to FC United, just inside uh, Salford territory. Mav goes for goal, well. and that is a fantastic free kick. And, uh, well, she just levered it, didn't she? High into the air, goalkeeper backpedalling. And, uh, well, I think she caught the goalkeeper out there who's, who's had a storming opening 30 minutes to this game. But uh, she wasn't saving that one. And FC United double their lead. Clancy now crosses the ball in towards the back post. Great layoff there by Stopford. And there is Rigby and a great, a great goal there by FC United. And uh, Kelly now through. She was almost through there, but uh, FC United certainly are through now. And uh, Stockford there, well, it was it was good build-up play. The ball through to Kelly. Kelly had to check a run back slightly, but uh, had the composure. Fred, a, a pass through there to Paige Stockford, who couldn't really miss. FC United come out of the dressing room at half-time. And uh, within three minutes of the second half, getting underway, have got themselves a fourth goal. This is exactly, I think, what the manager would have been asking for. Here's O'Gara picking the ball up inside the centre circle. Over the top. It's going to be interesting for Dixon. Dixon there rounds the keeper and rolls it over the line. And that is 5-0. Here's Reeves now. Reeves threads that ball through here to Dixon. It's one-on-one. Can Dixon score now? Yes. Nice ball there to find Chambers. Chambers is onside. Chambers is one-on-one. Is she going to round the keeper? She does and slots it to the goalkeeper's left. 
and it's now 7-0. And at the moment, Paul, in the last 10 minutes, FC United have just not allowing Salford anything. But here's Chambers now. Chambers still with the ball to the byline, crosses that ball in. There's Kelly, and uh, it's another goal. And it was uh, made by Kirsty Chambers that time. Good diagonal pass there to Dixon inside the penalty area. This is going to be a hat-trick. And it's uh, 9-0. Dixon with a hat-trick. Second half hat-trick. Kelly turns. Feeds that diagonal ball there to Chambers. Chambers, one-on-one. Plays it to Smith. And that is FC United into double figures. uh, FC United winning this ball back with Dixon. Here's Ogden who's onside. Ogden to the goalkeeper's left. It's 11-0 now. Over on the left-hand side now. FC United win this ball back with Ogden. On the left-hand side of Salford's penalty area. Here's Reeves. Reeves beats one player. Looked like she was fouled there, but play continues. And there was Smith to follow up. And Smith scores again. So Gara. Oh, and O'Gara gets the ball to Smith. He's onside, Smith. And there is that hat-trick. And this is where Paul goes into the record books because Mm. Olivia Smith there, a five-minute hat-trick. O'Gara takes it short to Dixon. Dixon now. From the left, crosses this ball in, and Reeves. there was Reeves, and it's 14-0. And this has been a really dominant second-half display from FC United. Ruthless, and not giving their opponents any time on the ball at all, and uh, they've been rewarded with 11 second-half goals. James Mulverhill, manager of FC United's women's team, joins us now. And um, first is first. Satisfied? Yeah, after this, the second half performance, I think we were good. Um, you might have seen me after the first half, I was a little bit frustrated. Um, I didn't feel like we, we played how we were supposed to play. Um, not, not No disrespect to Salford, like we just weren't playing our game, like the style of football. Um, we could have squared about five goals in the first half and we were shooting, but I think that's down to players trying to, trying to get on the score sheet, trying to prove themselves they've got an opportunity today. So I can't hate on them for that, but uh, all in all, we finished well, which is positive. Um, we'll come back to our team in a second, but just to talk about Salford United, young team. Um, but we've given the player the match to their goalkeeper. Quality. If you had a development squad, wow. she'd be first on your list, wouldn't 100%. she? 100%. <laughs> I just said, I said, you're actually the best player on the pitch, like, like including our team. I thought she were quality. Um, we, would, we were almost disrespectful to them in terms of, oh, we'll just shoot and score. And the keeper early on, I was like, mate, she's saving everything. Stop it. Like, square it back take your chances um, but the keeper will call it um, and young team like you say they've put two under 18 teams together last year made a first senior season so um, fair play to them they're, they're a good staff good group of girls and, and I wish them the best this year uh, we're, we're going to have to um, troll through the record books with regards to uh, Olivia Smith it's uh, got to be the fastest hat trick five minute it? hat trick certainly I mean, a contender we, we yeah. do think there might be some candidates who've scored Just battle perhaps Potentially, oh, after, that's, that's one for you, that, yeah. Paul. <laughs> yeah, so Paul, Paul's going to work that out, but how satisfied are you with that, that second-half performance? I mean, Salford were coming back into it in the towards the, the end of the first half. Yeah, they had a good spell, yeah. Yeah, and but then you brought Reeves and O'Gara on, and that was pretty much it then, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I, I think for, for me personally, I wanted to get everyone minutes because of the way the fixtures are lining up. We're missing fixtures. As much as you'd like to give kind of some players 90 minutes in these games, we can't have first starting players not play for three weeks it's, um, so we had to balance it um, I was happy I wasn't happy how we finished the game in the first half I was pretty blunt in the changing rooms about what I wanted to see I wanted to see cutbacks and goals cutbacks and goals that's what we've been working on um, and we saw it we saw it in the second half I think I think Olivia scored apart from the one she slotted nice so just cutbacks nice easy goals um, which is what you want so through to the next round Yep. Um, you've already mentioned the fact that you want to do uh, what FC United have done before when when we've been at this level and that's to get as much silverware as we can yep. um, so we, we wait and see um, thank you James for joining us I mean that's a, a good run out um, yeah. you've you've rotated the squad uh, we should say Stockford scored on a debut you must be happy with that yeah, well. yeah buzzing, buzzing for Paige uh, it's been tough to get her into the squad um, she's she's still young she's still developing uh, she's definitely one for the future for me like uh, it's just about convincing her that she's still 16 She's a young girl. Like it's going to take a few years before we get her in to, to a first team starting player. But I'm buzzing with Paige. Like she's developing nicely. What development squad we're going to have here? Oh yeah, it's, it's going to be crazy. And like, like, and like I said, keep an eye on that sulphur keeper. Definitely, James. 
big thank you for joining us, mate. Women's team manager James Mulverhill there speaking after that win on Sunday in the Manchester Challenge Cup. And finally for this week's news, and speaking of cups, the men's team hosted higher league opposition in the guise of Curzon Ashton on Saturday in the second qualifying round of the FA Cup. And before kick-off, Ben caught up with manager Neil Reynolds to hear how the squad was shaping up ahead of the tie. Well, Neil, a big thank you for joining us uh, before today's game. The big question is, obviously, great performance against Matlock on Tuesday, but we know playing a crucial role in that were a few low-knee players from football league clubs. So... How's the squad shaping up? Have we got some of the the old guard back, or how how we're looking? It's been a you know it's been a pleasing uh, week. Uh, it is it's never nice leaving people out of the squad, but you know we were touching goal for Donahue today, touching goal for James Vincent today, touching goal for Murray today. But you know Leslie really well choosing. Do we want to set him back? No, we don't. You know we had good news that all the loanees are eligible to play. There's only Tavonga that we couldn't get over the line, and and Dante Gabidon's cup tie because he's played for Westeds and Charlton. Dante's gone back with them today to keep his match fitness up. But we've you know we, we've looked at it. We've worked hard in training. Brought Andy Alls back in at centre half. Thought Curtis Jones in that deep line midfield role did really well. So we're going to go with Pulinkas and uh, Halls as the two, Guy Hall and Clive Smith, and then front and up Curtis Jones, Luke Griffiths. And then kind of attacking formation with Callum Gribbon and three strikers in, in Regan, uh, Will Russ and, and uh, Joel Rowell-Grant. So, you know, we are going to go at it. Uh, I think they'll be expecting us to be different, but we've done a lot of work on training Thursday night. We're going to try and take the game to them and, you know, get our noses in front and then we may change it after that. Do you reckon that's going to throw Adam Leighton, the fact that those lonely players? Because he must have watched that game on Tuesday. I had one of his scouts watch that game and go, well, he's not going to play, he's not going to play, he's not going to play. So... That's that's quite a, an an advantage there. I'm going to say he's, we've caught him on the hot, on the hot maybe. Yeah, and I think he's tried to guess my team today. And I think with the changes we've made, he, he, he won't have done. Uh, he would have lined his team up on on uh, on Thursday, like me. He'll be the same. He'll be waiting for the team sheets to come out and and seeing what they go with. But but you know we've got to have you know belief in ourselves. And across the course of the season, Ben, you know we've been, we haven't been a million miles away. We've lost by the old goal each time. We you know and we have we have one game. So I think. You know, do we play better against better teams? Arguably, possibly, yes. You know, that seems to be the history of my time here. So I'm hoping for an open game of football. I don't think they'll come in and defend. I think they'll try and get forward at every opportunity. We're going to do the same and he'll make the best team win. And if we played like we did on Tuesday, like you say, you know, Adam Leighton's Ashton should be uh, an attacking threat as well. It should be a cracking game, shouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, I've watched us back on Tuesday night and I didn't realise how well we played. That first half an hour, some of our football was unbelievable. And you go away from here and you and you remember snippets. But when you watch it back, you think, wow, you know, that was really powerful stuff. We switched off for 15 minutes, end of the first half, beginning of the second half, and then we came really good. I've watched Gribbins free kick at least 100 times and it gets better every time I watched it. And when you've got a player like that on the pitch, uh, you know, anything can happen. But what we are today, Ben, for the first time, I think we are big. We're really big. We're, we're six foot plus at the top end of the pitch. We're six foot in the middle of the pitch and we're six foot at the, at the heart with a six foot two keeper behind. So we could be a threat in both boxes today. So we're, listen, we're ready. Had a great training session Thursday. And, and like I said, it's a cup tie and anything can happen. Well, Neil, big thank you for joining us pre-match and uh, best of luck this afternoon. Cheers, Ben. Welcome to FC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army. And you join us here in glorious autumnal sunshine. It is autumn, isn't it? Technically. Autumnal sunshine. I'll, I'll say that again. Autumnal sunshine here in North Manchester as FC United of Manchester take on Curzon Ashton in the second qualifying round of the FA Cup. And joining me here for another momentous broadcast here on SC Radio. It's a welcome back to our official statistician. Don't go elsewhere for your stats. Go to this man. It's Stal Paul. Good afternoon. How are you? Good. Oh, St. Helens have just scored, Paul. Right, right as we went on a... Ah, we, well. Oh, coming back into it and... Oh. Cruel. Sport is cruel. Sport is Let's cruel. Let's hope it's not here this afternoon. That's right. Back to the football then. Right, so, Paul. FC United against Curzon Ashton here at Broadhurst Park. When it comes to the history of this fixture, not just in the FA Cup, but but across the years, we, we've we've had various encounters. How do how do we shape up at home for these games against Curzon? Okay, we've played them seven times at home, one four, drawn three. So Curzon Curzon have had a bit of a graveyard in terms of coming to FC in the past. Although this afternoon they'll be looking for revenge for the last meeting we had, which we go back to September 2020. Same stage of the cup competition, the FA Cup behind closed doors at the Thameside Stadium and, and we did win the game, which was quite nice. So obviously we're hoping uh, for a repeat of that this afternoon. Big prize money on offer uh, for winning this round, very important for the club. 
Um, but we do have an old boy. Oh, I love this game. Coming back to haunt us, possibly. Wait a minute. This is, is this a tricky one this week? I think it is, isn't it? Oh, I feel like we're ruining the broadcast here, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with it. Um, okay, do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Tom Pears. Tom Pears? Leading scorer, 2018-19. Yes. Scored five in 22 games. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do remember Tom um, Pears now, yeah. And he has got previous <laughs> because he scored against us for Marine, believe it or not, in 2015 at the Tameside Stadium. Really? In a 5-2 defeat for them. So he did score twice that day. So... He's one of those players that scored for and against us over the years. The interesting news heading into this game with regards to FC United starting eleven. The, the question mark was, yes, you beat Matlock midweek with some, some new low-knee players who've come in to bolster the squad. It's going to be a different selection this afternoon because those football league clubs aren't going to want their players to be cup-tied. Well, we've got some good news on that front, haven't we, Paul? Yeah, we've had a bit of success on that front. Um, We've, we've, we've got three of the new players in this afternoon, I think. I think that's fair to say. Two, two starters in uh, Rodwell, Grant and Ross. De Grouchy on the bench. So we've got some, some new, new blood out there. Just to clarify, because uh, um, a few people who were here on Tuesday night and, and, uh, or maybe have watched the highlights back in STM TV thought, oh, Gabby Don, he looks really, really good. Um, unfortunately, he is cup-tied. Uh, he's um, cup-tied because he played in an earlier round for, for, his, for his old club, West Westbridge. Yeah. I believe he's actually playing for them this afternoon, so he's going to at least keep his fitness up. Well, I suppose, um, you know, that's the great thing about Jill Reg. Yes. I suppose, you know, it, like, it allows you to flip from club to club seamlessly. Um, but how buoyed must we be after, after Tuesday night, Paul, do you feel? I, I think it, it, must, it must give the players some confidence. A good result like that, a good win. We've had a poor run in the league. We've stopped that. We've arrested the slide now with a win. Pushed us up a few places in the table. Um, OK, we didn't dominate the game. We had a bit of luck going our way during the 90 minutes, but you've got to use that luck. And we've got to turn around and say, well, the free kick that won the game was a piece of terrific skill. It really was. And uh, also, speaking of terrific skill, the commentary team can thank me later for the uh, the edit. The careful edit that's oh. up, that was noted by somebody on you know social what? media. You know what, though, Paul? I'm glad yeah. someone spotted it because it was such a... Yeah. I did the edit and thought, no one's ever going to acknowledge this, but that, that is a beautiful piece of work I've just put in there. And, and it was <laughs> and it was noticed, which is probably... It's a good thing and a bad thing. Yes. It, it acknowledges how seamless it was in a way, <laughs> yes. but also that maybe somebody was listening at the time and thought... That wasn't quite what we heard at the time. Well, thank you for those people who noticed mm. and acknowledged it. Anyway, it was a fine piece of craft. It was. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> back to the free kick itself, though. It was an absolutely beautiful free kick. And I think with the unluckiness we've had with injuries, with penalty shouts and, and things like that, I think we deserve that, don't we? We deserve that break. Well, from what I understand, Gribbin has got a record of scoring from free kicks in his past. So when it comes now to Ennis being out of the side... They've got an extra dimension in terms of Gribbin taking free kicks if he's still on the pitch. So that, that can do nothing but good for us. And now, if Ennis is not hitting the target, he's got somebody to compete with him. Now, Gribbin does start uh, this afternoon at number seven. Um, and as Paul rightly said earlier, Rodwell Grant and Will Russ also start uh, alongside Regan Linney. So that's the, the forward four. When it comes to uh, the defence, uh, Clive Smith and Guy Hall will be the full-backs. Andy Halls and Jan Palinkas will be the centre-backs. And that means skipper for this afternoon Curtis Jones goes into his big game role and he plays this a lot in the crucial matches central midfield yeah well when when Hulls came on in midweek against Matlock we did look better at the back didn't we for those last 11 minutes we did look more solid yes and that's not because of Jones's play it's just the system yeah I think and I thought I have to say although Andy Hulls was only on for what 10, yeah. 10 minutes or so yeah. That was the best I've seen him play in a red shirt. I thought he was really, really dominant in that role when he came on. It, it looked like he came on to make a point. Yes. You know, it's like, I, I should be in this team. And fair enough, if it draws that kind of performance out of him, let's hope he does it for 90 minutes. And um, obviously we gave man of the match to Jan Palinkas. He, he had a storming game. Minus a slip down here, but a slip's a slip. Um, you can't. It's not, his, it's not his fault. The pitch wasn't going to play ball with the direction he wanted to run in. Yeah. Um, but uh, the sprinklers haven't been on yet, so uh, maybe that's... Uh, Maybe, Maybe we could leave we've them taken off. that on board. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just sprinkle the side of the pitch we're playing on in the second half. Now, we do have to put this game into context. We're taking on Curzon Ashton. Um, in many of the games we've played against Curzon, we've often been in the same league. Not this time. Curzon do come into this as heavy favourites, Paul, being a, a National League north side. 
Yeah, I, I think there's no doubt that Curzon have established themselves as a National League lost side, haven't they? They've been there, what, five years now? Uh, seven years. So they are, the, they are the, in some ways, the bigger club these days. Whereas before, they were getting promoted on our coattails. I think um, they are definitely favourites today. They're quite mean at the back. They've only conceded seven goals in eight games. They're 11th in the table, quite comfortable. So, yeah, very, very difficult task this afternoon. People look at us playing Curzon in the past. This is not the Curzon that we played no. back in national, you know, in Northern Counties days. No. This is it's a different animal. And when you look at the, the Curzon side, they're big. They're National League North, aren't they? They, they know yeah. how to compete. And it's, they've got squad numbers. They've got squad numbers. Yeah. And like you say, I just think um, we, we are underdogs in this game. But we were underdogs the last time we played them, really, weren't we? That's right. And we managed to turn it over. So, you know, you never know. In the FA Cup, we have beaten some better sides on paper, haven't we? Has anyone said the magic of the FA Cup yet on the, on the show? I don't Possibly. Think, uh, that might be kept in the locker for a little bit. Oh, St. Helens are down to 12 players. They've got players in bin. There's a chance. Oh. Uh, um, but... What are you hoping for this afternoon, Paul, from, from this game? Because obviously we want to keep that momentum going from Tuesday night. However, like we said, it's a tall ass today. But I, think, I think the finances are very important at the moment. And the prize money for getting into the third round, the third qualifying round, is a big incentive for the club generally. I think we, we all want to see us win this afternoon, even though it's going to be against the odds. If we don't win, what I would like to see is, is, is to, for us to have a go at them. And, and let's get some shots on target, like we keep saying. Let's let's test the goalie. If we go down, let's go down with a bang. Well, um, speaking of money, unfortunately, here on FC Radio, we've we got a bit carried away in this game. We thought, oh, we're playing National League North opposition. We need a big commentator to join us. Uh, so we spent the budget on, on getting Roy Seal back. Hello, Roy. How are you? I'm fine, Ben. Thanks for the invite. Uh, joking aside, um, you watch a lot of National League... North football. I mean, what, what do you feel the difference is between the National League North and, and the NPL? In the makeup, I think they're, uh, they don't quite uh, play too much football. They keep the football simple. They keep it on the ground. Uh, they hit the right areas early enough and don't overplay. Uh, and I think that's a big important fa- factor. Uh, you'll also find that maybe uh, they're a little bit more rugged and uh, up for it. So, uh, but. You know, it's all down to the individual, isn't it? And also down to the manager, how he wants to lay his stall out. So. And speaking of managers, we should just acknowledge you, Kurz and Ashley's managers. It's Adam Laitland, who he, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he does know what he's doing. Uh, but funnily enough, uh, I actually watched um, Kurz and Ashton uh, maybe about three weeks ago. I think it was against Kettering. And uh, I bumped into their old manager, John Flanagan. Who's, uh, How is Flanagan? Is he all right? He's a good lad, yeah. I mean, He's meeting a great mind, you two, bumping into each other, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we talked about old times, like, you know, and different things. And uh, It is interesting, though, because he, he spearheaded where Curzon are now. Yeah. And Paul was saying how, you know, we often got promoted together, mm. but they, they really have taken it up a notch in, in recent years and really solidified at step two. Yeah, now. they've consolidated themselves in there, which is good. You know, I'm not, you, you'll never ever, well, do you know what? I never say never. I wouldn't imagine that they'd ever be in the top two, put it that way. Uh, basically because they run a tight ship there, you know, and, it, and it's a good managed club. They're not one of these sort of clubs neither that uh, chop and change their manager on a regular basis you know they're quite loyal and uh, and I think that counts for a lot to be honest you know in the, especially nowadays uh, football uh, environment you know well, how, many, how many managers have we lost in the past fortnight in the NPL four I yes. remember when we got promoted up to National League North and we were fed this line about the, the, the football the style of football yes and we got into National League North and it was much harsher than we have imagined, wasn't it? It was Kidology it was ex- Central, wasn't it? It was exactly it? what Roy just said. Yes. It was much more brutal and physical than we were used to. And, and it th- took a long time to adapt. But the thing is, though, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, you, you get a manager who uh, ideally would love to play 4-3-3, uh, and then he'll tell the lads, like, you know, this is what we're going to do, this is what we're going to do. I'm a great believer in not telling them uh, what formation I want to play, I'm a great believer in looking at my players and seeing what's the best formation to suit them. I mean, it, that's what and I call good management. And we kind of saw that on Tuesday, didn't we? We were a bit more fluid than we have been. In, in, uh, some people were, were quite excited by the fact we were playing four up front at times. Yeah, I mean, I think, and, and like Roy, 
will agree, I'm sure, that if you've got players in the team who, who like going forward, they, 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 they put themselves in good positions to get the ball. And all of a sudden, you've got options. Whereas if you've got players who are reluctant, reluctant to get forward when you win the ball, the options are not there anymore. Yeah. On, on Tuesday, obviously, Roy didn't see Tuesday night, but the, the side looked much more confident because it had options. You, you see, know, I'm players that wanted to run with the ball, you and see, that's again, something else. Again, I'm a great stickler on uh, fitness levels of players as well, because I feel that uh, if you come up against a, a team that's a better footballing team than you, you have to outwork them, because yeah. if you try and play football against them, they'll do you in. Yeah. Because you're playing on an even field there, what you do is you get you work to your own strengths, you know, and uh, a great example of that. I mean, we were just talking about you know about the FA Cup there. You're saying. You know, it's nice to have a, a good run in it and what have you. The fact is, the thing that kept us in the Rochdale game and kept us in the Barrow game and kept us in the, uh, the Brighton, Brighton game yeah. was our fitness levels. Yeah. We never, ever looked as though our legs were going before theirs went. And when you're and playing a, a big factor, that, I mean... And, uh, and when you're playing a bigger club in the FA Cup, you have to fight. Oh, Definitely. And this is what we have to do today. We're playing against a side at a higher level than we are. And we have to put more in than they do if we're going to win this. Well, the field. Um, it's now time to find out what happens this afternoon. And uh, there's only one man I can think of uh, to, to commentate on this huge game in the second qualifying round of the FA Cup. This is FC Live brought to you by... Sorry, I'm not doing it. It's FC Live brought to you by ConstructiveCody.com and you lovely people, the armchair army. It's FC United of Manchester against Curzon Ashton and he's your commentary team for this afternoon's game. Stato Paul, Roy Sewell, but first, Mr James Quinn. The whistle from the referee, which duly comes. Floats it into the area, it's flicked on and the FC can uh, clear but only as far as Marne, and then it's uh, up and under into the box there, Ooh. Jones lets it go, and there's a mix-up, and Palinkas clears, and FC, get well, uh, that classic risk of letting the ball bounce behind in there, Curtis Jones, and, uh, well, that almost ended up in the net, and Palinkas again getting FC out of jail. Guy Hall plays it back to Curtis Jones, Jones now, Griffiths about 30 yards out, he's thinking about a dig, well, not too far away, but uh, couldn't work the keeper. There goes just uh, about half a yard over the bar uh, and uh, to the, slightly to the right of the upright. Not a bad effort. Pierce now on that left flank. Palinkas for company. Palinkas stays with him and uh, gets a foot in. And the ball goes out for a throw. And it's quickly taken throw. Pierce with a bit of space. Trying to get it over there to Smith, and that'll fall nicely! Ooh, and the ball it, came over there to Fly Smith. He flicked it across without really knowing what was there. And Hayhurst seized upon it. It sat up very nicely. And he half volleyed it into the net. No chance for Lavacum. It's FC United nil. Curzon Ashton won. Just a real sense of control that Curzon Ashton have of this game, as well as a 1 0 lead. Nodded on nicely. Important defending! Oh, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. And it's 2-0 Curzon Ashton. And the ball found its way past the defence. Lavacum came out for it, but it was uh, Waring that got a, well, he studs on it first. And Curzon Ashton double their lead, 2-0. And a mountain now back for uh, FC. To be honest, James, I don't think he touched the ball. I think he was think reaching so. for it. Uh, Lavacun came expecting him to get the touch on it and because he never actually made any contact there was no forward movement of the ball it dropped underneath Lavacun and just trickled into the net and now it's back with Andy Halls inside FC territory about a minute of the added time remaining out to the left flank Rodwell Grant and it comes through to Linney he's the box going to shoot Linney one handed save Russ left footed Russ and it's cleared well, FC suddenly coming to life, having uh, conceded two. Appears now as uh, Curzon bring it away. Joan flicks it forward now. Linney is a one last chance. He's got to flick it forward. Outside is Russ. He, Russ. Oh, Russ hesitating there. Gribbon had moved across. Well, uh, wouldn't you know it? FC have had a couple of real chances right at the death here of this first half chance to give themselves a foot out of the game but perhaps just a sign of encouragement and there's the half-time whistle Ross uh, 
sort of puts his arms up in despair. But, uh, well, this game has uh, really come to life in the last 10 minutes as uh, Hampson takes it to the byline, comes across, oh. and a chance now, and it's 3-0. Oh, and Richards just about wraps it up. And the opposite of what FC needed has happened. Ball came across, Hampson took it to the byline, cross, and just Jordan, lovely finish on the half volley, but surely somebody's got to be right tight on him. A beautiful finish, to be honest. I mean, he absolutely crushed it into the far post corner. I mean, the goalkeeper had no chance. Now the ball out on the left flank of defence with Connor Richards, who dispossessed by Gribbin. Gribbin now into the box. He's got uh, it's crossed the ball. There's a real chance. It's a goal. It's Linney. Great work from Gribbin there to to nick the ball. And a rare mistake by Connor Hampson and FC doing exactly what they have to do. They're just it was any sniff, any opportunity, and that was good composure by Gribbin to wait and to make the right ball to Linney, who was in space and unmarked, surprisingly, and FC just give themselves a sniff back into this game. Ribbon ready to take the throw in, takes it quickly, Rodwell Grant on the well turn, done, well good done. work from him, can he get what? the ball over? Cross comes oh. in! Is there a cross comes shot in there, and I, I'd have thought a low ball across the face of the goal, there were three red shirts in there, he, I don't know whether he tried a shot there or a high ball, but anyway, just he over needed, the bar. He needed more method and less energy in that. If it had just, like you say, just sent it in hard and low, I tell you what, it could have gone in itself, but it could have gone off one of their players or one of SC's players. Hayhurst takes it low to the near post. Oh, oh, hooked away by Jones. Brilliant defending because it was a real awkward. It was clearly a plan. It was flicked on there by Pierce and. Uh, well, Jones with brilliant defending to get it on the half volley off the line. Now there will be an actual corner, and FC have really got to be on their metal here. To court in possession there, Griffiths gets a foot on that, can't quite control it. Barton, back to Posher, cross to Matthews. Matthews slides oh. it forward, Griffiths does well, reads it well. He's got to find the right pass. Linney, oh. Linney tries to control it on the turn, Linney in the box. Linney turns, shoots over the bar. Frustration there for Regan Lenny not working the keeper there. De Grouchy back to Gribbin. Can FC find a quality cross? Gribbin dribbles into the box. The right across. Yes, yes, Rodwell Grant. It's 3 2. Brilliant work, Gribbin. Good composure. Found uh, Lenny. Lenny with the assist and Rodwell Grant right in the position, right on the near post where you need a player to be and volleyed it in from. Well, point blank. 3-2. Great link-up play between Gribbin and uh, Linney to create that ball. And then it got driven into that front post area where he had uh, Rodwell Grant making the run across the keeper, got his foot on it and crushed it into the net. Superb delivery. They need to keep this momentum and this work rate up there all the time. Hampson. To float this into the box as Aston look to seal this game. And it, it. Oh, oh. Well, wide. Well, FC. Well, Labakan went for the ball. Really? He was out jumped, and then uh, the ball broke there for a chance. Um, just side footed that into, into the, the net. net. That was an absolute golden opportunity yeah, for Curzon to bury this. And now another free kick to be taken. Will the whistle go as the ball is in the air? Here comes Labakan. There's every chance once it's cleared, he'll blow. Out comes Jones, nods it on! And Linney tries to get in there, but he can't quite do so. And Renshaw has it, and that, with 51 minute plays, is surely that. Well, it's a day of what might have been. Renshaw taking a moment. Mr. Aston all blows, and it's all over. It's FC United 2, Kersen Aston 3, Kersen Aston progress to the next round of the FA Cup. Um, Roy, your uh, initial summing up of the afternoon. The feelings are that if FC had shown the impetus, the fight and the determination, 
in the first half what they showed in the second half, especially the second part of the second half, then they'd have been well and truly in this game. I think uh, Kurz and Ashton have held on to a win that in the end they did deserve because of the efforts they put in. They had good discipline, they had good shape, they worked as a team, as a unit, not only going forward but also coming back. But um, FC didn't start playing until they made those uh, substitutions, those wholesale substitutions. And the only thing that changed there wasn't the abilities of the players, it was the attitude of the players, the work rate, the, uh, the tenacity, the, uh, the willingness to run that extra yard. You know, that, that's what got them into the game. But uh, it's, it is what it is. I think uh, the better team has gone through. Sad to say. Paul, additional thoughts from you? Yeah, I think that what fired up the, the, the FC performance was two fouls that were not given early in the second half and that fired up the crowd and fired up the team. Unfortunately it should have happened a bit sooner perhaps once we got the, a bit of fire in the team and a bit more passion on the pitch we got back in the game but unfortunately you know you go I think you go back to the first half and that's where the game was lost really yeah. it wasn't the second half. They just played their game at a pace that suited them uh, and created to be honest Good, good scoring opportunities uh, and don't forget I mean before they even scored they had two opportunities there that Palinkas basically dragged out of the goal on two occasions uh, but I think we left ourselves too much to do basically well at 3-0 uh, it is a it is a scoreline it's a big, it's it's a big a mountain chase, to climb it's a it? chaseable yeah it's chaseable but you also need fortune yeah and it wasn't to be. Well, Neil, uh, thanks for joining us. We take it a step at a time. Look at the first half. Until the goals came, were you satisfied with you? Did you feel you had the effort that was yeah. needed from the control? And um, so, what were they doing right at that stage from your we point of view? We nullified the threat. The threats are two fullbacks. We stopped the fullbacks from getting out every single time. We forced Barton backwards. We knew we got a passing range. We stopped the front two. We didn't let Pia spin in the channel. Everything was great. And then the comedy short starts, doesn't it? You know, with two goals and that, and all three goals today were, you know, comedy acts. And that's what happens. And goals either win your games or lose your games. And you know, like I said, to dressing room in there, you know, you can't give sides a 3 0 lead and you can't concede the goals we've conceded today if we want to we progress. What was the specific substitutions you made? What were the thinking? I said at half time, you know, I, I, listen, I've, I'm, I'm a man, I'll, I'll tell the truth all the time. I've, you know, I've. I've had a word with Dan, I've had a word with Guy, I've had a word with Clive, I've had a word with Jan. The only one who came out of credit for me in the first half was Andy Alls in the back five. I didn't think we made good decisions. Uh, I thought in front of that we were we were a bit loose uh, with our passing at times. I thought we pressed well from the top end of the pitch. But I just said, you know, if we get one, goals change games. And, and all of a sudden, you know, they, they score, gets the wrong side of Smith and crosses it and Jan loses his man and, you know, he goes in the back of the net. We make the subs. Sometimes it's just not them. Young Jack comes on. Chaz comes on, Max comes on, and and I just think the squad believed that we weren't three nil, you know, we weren't three nil worse off, and they, and they had a go, and we scored, and then we we scored again, and you thought, is it, is it not? And then you know, to refer to them, they held I on. I thought that point we've just made there, the, the the lads that came on, the substitutions that came on, I thought had a telling effect, and it was through work rate, determination, tenacity. All the things, nothing to do with skills and abilities, mm, all to do with attitude. Agreed. And I think that's what got you lot back into yeah. the game on a, a scoring basis yeah. and could, to be honest, have got you a replay. Mm, I agree. So totally substitutions agree. are really yeah. telling. On another day, at the very end, maybe a couple of moments where just maybe the wrong decision was yeah, made. Yeah, wrong quick. decision. And, you know, lads, were, they've tried, they've really worked hard. I, I know that the pods in that second half are going to be right up there in terms of kilometres distance covered, you know, and, and shots and goal. And people say, what attacking football? I think, you know, we might not work the keeper as much, but we've had our shots off. You know, anything between Curtis Jones in the first half, we could score at the back. Griffiths has his shot, Regan Linney should score. You know, we, we, we've had chances second half. I thought, you know, we, we just made the wrong decision, but we got shots off, we tested them. We have 11 corners second half and, you know, balance the possession, but... You can't listen. You all know you can't give teams three 0 lead at whatever level no, of football. No, no. But Rod, 
I, I was really interested. Rodwell Grant seemed to really come alive after the subject. His whole, he was being wrestled constantly, but he, he, he looks good in that whole. Yeah. He looks potential there he's in that big holding. Boy. He's yeah. a great attitude, willing runner. You know, it's exactly what we need, a foil like that. Uh, and with McCarthy, that seemed to work well, yeah, the, the, the two up front. He does, and yeah. you know, we need a bit more off Max. You know, there was a time in the second half where Rodwell's doing left and right, like Max, he stood watching him, and I'd tell Max to do it, and he comes and blocks the throw, and the crowd get up, and just got to share it out. You know, see, you know we're learning, they're learning about each other. I'm really proud of him. I'm really proud of him. People are going to make mistakes, and you can't hang them out to dry. They cross a white line, and you either don't make mistakes, or you do, and if you do, ultimately go, results in a goal, but... You can't knock the character. You can't say they're not playing for each other. You know, they, they had a real goal today and, and that's all you can ask for. And, you know, we've got to dust ourselves down now, get a good week in training. We will 1 million percent have Vincent, Donahue, Murray, Woolerton back next Saturday. Uh, so it's good now, you know, and, and all, the, all the kind of, not excuses, but all the reasons why we haven't had a full squad out. Barring any injuries this week, we should be going to Warrington with 22, 23. And, you know, I'm, I think we'll, we'll start to see uh, the tide turn now and, and this side will get on a good run. Finally, uh, Warrington, up and coming. And what sort of game do you expect? You know, one of the favourites in the league. Always struggled. We were we were rubbish when we went there first game of last season. Uh, we've always found it tough. They beat us in the FA Cup. We went there and won one nil. You know, a couple of years ago. But uh, you know, we've got to go and impose ourselves. They've they've recruited really well. You know, the side players from the likes of Altrincham. You know, in the summer they, they're going for it. And mm. and Toby said that he wants to spend big. He wants to get out of this league. And we're going to go there and like any other game. Go there with a with a game plan. Keep to our keep to our beliefs and. You know, hopefully we can get the get the right result, but we'll keep chipping away. And I don't know how results have gone today, but you know that might give us a game in hand now, and, and we'll just see what happens. You know, we're, we're going to take a lot of heart from today. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll obviously look at the goals conceded, but we'll take a lot of heart from that. You know, second half performance, and and hopefully, you know, seeing the fans' reaction at the end, they, they, they know the lads have had a goal, uh, and they'll also know that which lads have made mistakes. But it's it's one of them things, and you know, you can't you can't alienate them. You've just got to put an arm around them, and, and hopefully, they don't do it again. FC United manager Neil Reynolds there and has discussed FC return to action this Saturday with a tough away trip to Cantilever Park as the Reds take on Warrington Town. It's a 3pm kickoff this weekend, but as always, if you cannot make the game, then we'll have full commentary, of course, on fc-radio.co.uk from 2.30pm on Saturday afternoon. Well, that's it for this week's edition of This Club Is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening and from me, Cockers, see you next time. This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.